Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There's a kumite before the rose ceremony. Demi's mystery woman is revealed. And hey, Chris Harrison's downtime is being interrupted way too often. You at home, did you go to Stagecoach? If so, you might be the next contestant on Bachelor in Paradise. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's Tuesday, it's Tuesday, what is up, Bachelor Nation? You are here hanging out with us on AfterBuzz TV. My name is Mike Thieling, and I'm back from vacation. <laughs> vacation. Here <laughs> to discuss week three of Bachelor in Paradise. But y'all know I don't do this alone. To my left, the queen of news, Christine. <laughs> hey guys, I'm also back from vacation. Yes. <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here with you guys. <laughs> oh, it's never going to get old. Further to our left... Making another two weeks in a row return Woo! amazingness. Hanging out with you guys in the chat, shouting you out is Christine Nup. Hey guys, I am so, so happy to be back once again. The season is turning up, and we've obviously th- seen things we've never seen before, so yes. cannot wait to get into it. And then, even further down at the end of the desk, keeping us all sane <laughs> is Jeff. Doing my best. <laughs> if I'm not the sane one, I'll do my best to at least keep you guys sane during the show. So, Thanks. Uh, Thank what's up, you. guys? Excited to be here. Happy we do not do this show alone. We got our man in the booth. I made sure he was camera ready today. We've got oh, producer Orion. I am here in the booth. I'm pulling up the camera. All Ryan, you gotta get a quick around that, guys. Such a jam-packed week three. So we're going to go over the rose ceremony. We're going to go down a bunch of the couplings and the little dates they had. And, of course, we're going to end today's show with Demi because that's the main story of tonight's episode. But first, everybody on the panel, what is up? Tell me overall. Jeff, let's start with you on the opposite end of me. What did you think overall thoughts of tonight's and last night's show? Yeah, pretty solid. I think um, this is kind of the moment in the season when things can start to dip a little bit, um, just in terms of, which isn't a bad thing, but couples are starting to get kind of comfortable. So I feel like we got a lot of just downtime of couples hanging out, which is fine, but you know my favorite parts of this show is when drama's happening. It's funny, I'm interested in the Demi-Christian storyline, but at the same time, I, I'm i not sure how compelling it is as television, but we're going to get to it in a little bit. So, a lot, lot that I liked, a couple things that I found to be a little slow. I mm. thought these past two episodes were super boring, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, I like seeing Demi's storyline, but it just seems so manufactured and produced that I kind of almost just wish to be following her storyline along on Instagram in real life. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't need to see it in this fake environment, but I'm happy that they're letting her have this platform to do what she wants to do. Um, I agree. I think these last two episodes were actually really slow. Mm-hmm. I think Bachelor in Paradise started off as such a bang of just left and right drama that now, I agree with you, Jeff, we're kind of leveling out. We're figuring out the couples. So yeah. anyone who comes in at this point is just like, what are you going to do? And it's more comical than like uh, thinking these relationships will really be threatened, per se. So 
eh, I'm waiting for something else to snap me back into it. Yep, agree. And I see everybody already in the chat. What's up, everybody? Joseph Shanice, Misha, Monique, Sarah, CCC, Joseph, Sarah, disrespectful poet. I see a lot of the comments. Didn't have a rough night last night. I just left all of my correct eye correction at home. These are prescription. <laughs> so not an interesting story, unfortunately. But let's start right off with the rose ceremony. So, of course, you know, at the end of the episode... Yesterday, sorry, going into it, we had the rose ceremony. It was right going into it, and we had what I call the kumite. Shout out to everybody who gets the reference. Jordan versus Christian. Jordan trying to stand up for Clay. Jordan just being Jordan. He didn't have a giant bear to throw in the ocean, so this time he decided to mess with the pinata, just doing what he does. What did you guys think of this? Who was really in the wrong? Who shot first? <laughs> and just what's the outcome of it? <laughs> Misha C in the chat roll said, after seeing Jordan wrestle Christian and run away without an ass whooping, I was bored. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to see more of it too. Yeah. I feel you on that, Misha. Yeah, it's funny. I Because I like Jordan and I find him to be such a goof, I feel like I'm prone to give him the benefit of the doubt and be mm-hmm. like, Jordan was just wrestling. But at the same time, Jordan really came aggressively and he needs to be called out for that. Yeah. So did Christian. He reciprocated. But I feel like I was bummed when the producers chose to get rid of both of them, but at the same time, they're both definitely at fault here, and I think I'm more just bummed to see Jordan go because I'm biased, to yeah. be honest. Christine, what did you think? Because right after that, it wasn't, you know, two seconds that Clay was back over there and sure enough, Nicole was like, I'm so glad I just wanted you around me and just, I knew it was you. I was like, this is really easy since the other dude you're into has just kicked off the show. But they had the stronger connection anyway. Like, I don't think Nicole was really going to spend her time with anyone else but Clay. That was just an interesting little detour. And also a surprise, considering I didn't think the fight was going to be between those two people. So, shout out to ABC for teasing that. Um, I don't know. Jordan just... I, I also am a fan of Jordan, but, like, he was doing the most. There, it was yeah. just not necessary for him to do that. But I will say he does look like the strongest dude on the beach after that body slam. Like, Crazy. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, okay. No one expected the model to pull that off out of nowhere. Right? The, well, they're both models, though, Mike. So oh, be yeah, the, the model oh, excuse off. Me. I'm so sorry. The model off. The mo- this is Zulu. <laughs> the model off. <laughs> the model off. This the model off. Blue Steel. Just... Yeah. I mean, but Jordan also, like like I said, I don't think he had any connections left on the beach, so I'm actually not that mad that he left. I yeah, feel like yeah. that Nicole like, maybe could have had some more time with Christian. Like, I don't think it was just sealed for her and Clay. I yeah. think if he stayed on the beach a little bit longer, that would have been some interesting drama. He came in really strong Real and really strong. hot. She was feeling it. It was kind of the exact opposite of what Clay was doing, she totally. was looking for from him, right? So that kind of storyline fizzles out because of the fight for the mm-hmm. rose ceremony. And instead, we focus on Cam... Still being there, talking to Onyeka, right? And then also the love triangle, Hannah G, Dylan, and Blake. Did this play out how you guys thought? Well, the Cam Onyeka stuff was crazy. Yeah. Cam, buddy, you just need to take a class. Because <laughs> he pulls Onyeka over and he's like, hey, just before the rose ceremony, I wanted to tell you, no one here is into you. Right. Um, let's enjoy the ceremony. Then he walks away and he's like, you know, first of all, he calls her Onyeka. Did you guys know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I think that Onyeka and I are really good friends and that Onyeka is going to pick me. And I'm like, dude, you just told her that no one's into her. Why the hell would she pick you for the rose ceremony? Yeah. Uh, I just don't get it. I don't understand Cam. I don't understand his intuition. And it was the least surprising thing that he didn't get a rose. Absolutely. It, was surpri- it wasn't surprising. No, no. not surprising. Not yeah, I have nothing to add to that. I think you no. said everything. What would you have done if Christina gave him 
her rose. I mean, I was expecting Christina to maybe give um, Will's his her rose, and we'll have to talk about Christina's choice. But I know the biggest frustration here was uh, the fact that Anyeka actually. Uh, <laughs> Don't. That's my. <laughs> not. That's my. <laughs> Mike's about to lose it. I everybody fans who watch me on other shows know how much I absolutely despise people who quit shows. I hate it because look at it from my perspective. If she stuck around one more week, how does she not know that the perfect guy is about to come right down the stairs, be in love with her, right? And she would have an amazing connection. Additionally, I think it's extremely selfish because she's taking away a rose from some other guy who might be able to meet his perfect match. Why not spend another week in paradise for free? So we doing friendship roses now? That's Obviously we are. We know we we already know we are. Right? Uh, Christina's doing friendship roses, right? She did that on her own. But I'm saying, what's what's the harm? What's the harm in in getting... You came out there for the opportunity to meet somebody. Why not give it as much a shot as you can? No, I agree with you. I think she should have just stayed there. But not giving it to Cam. Yeah, I don't don't think Cam... Give Will's the rose. Will's deserves to find love. It is Whoops. true. Oh, God. Keep people alive as long as they can. No, I, I do. I just... Ugh, I've always a lot been... of hesitation there about Wills. What? That's a lot of hesitation for Wills. Because I feel like he doesn't try hard enough. Yeah. That's my problem with him. It's like, yeah, he deserves to find love, but like you also deserve to put a little more effort in if you really want to get these results. Agreed, agreed. I also thought it was interesting. This on Yekka... Dang it. Cam is... In, he's in seven. Yanks. It's Yanks. Yanks. This <laughs> version of Anyeka is totally different, right? It's been interesting to see a different side to her. You know, she came out with the bullhorn and... Paradise, and she or in uh, her season of The Bachelor, yeah. The Bachelor. Heather, I'm oh, sorry, you're fine. She said she's been kind of low key this season, a little more emotional. So I don't know. I'd be interested to see her show up in another spinoff, and I, I've enjoyed her on Twitter, like post the show. So I'm Yeka. We see you. We're bummed you left, but I hope this is yeah. the last we see of her. Heather Fitz from the chat roll says she could have at least given the rose out, then removed herself. Yeah, quit yeah. the next Agreed. day if you really yeah. want to go home. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So we had right off the bat a bunch of really obvious choices, right? Demi, Derek, well, <laughs> Katie, Chris, Nicole, Clay, Kaylin, Dean, Tasha, and JPJ, which is just, and we're going to talk about them, an amazing couple, Sydney and Mike, and then the big ones, right? Hannah decides to choose Dylan. Mm-hmm. I was surprised about this because of how hard she was making out and like straddling Blake literally right before this in front of Dylan's face. Did that annoy anybody else but me? That pissed me off because I mean I was I wasn't here last week, so I definitely want to weigh in a little bit about the Hannah G of it all because yeah. I do believe this is paradise. You have the right to explore different relationships. But just on like a human basic decency level, I was not a fan of the way she was parading around with Blake. Because right. I just think there's ways to do it. I'm not saying you can't explore it, but the straddling him was just like too much for me. I agree. Yeah. That's when I was like, all right, girl, you're you Come on. Which is in front of everybody when everybody knows what's going on. Yeah, it's one thing to balance the relationships. Everyone knows you have different connections going on, but I think it's just how you go about it because I think if the roles were reversed, um, she would be crying in the corner just like Dylan was. So it's it's just hurtful. I honestly thought that (laughs) Hannah G was going to pick Blake. I think she's really into him. I still don't believe that she likes Dylan over Blake. I feel like there was a pressure for her to go with Dylan because he's the good guy. He's the one that she's supposed to be with. From everybody else. From everybody else. But I think she still is into Blake. Totally agree. I think she... I'm going to just repeat you. I feel like she feels like she should be with Dylan. Yeah. But then, in the end, kind of the final surprise twist, Christina picking Blake. 
What were your thoughts? Because as soon as she's picked him, right in her little one-on-one interview, she basically says, well, now he's going to be in his own personal hell because he's gotta, she's got to watch them be together. And I said, that's a terrible re- – are you actually picking somebody for some kind of revenge or something like that? Because you're taking away a spot from someone who really wants to be there and as far as everybody else seems to be concerned, deserves it more. I thought that was really corny of her to say, especially because in the moment at the ceremony, she's like, I just think you need another chance to find love when secretly you're like plotting so that he can be in his own personal hell. Like, that's so petty. If you're really not about Blake anymore, just move on. Like, why are you even giving him this chance? Like, separate yourself from the situation. But I mean, it's clear that she's still like there's something there, obviously. But it just kind of annoyed me the way she went about it. I think Christina is like, okay. The only people who get camera time are either villains or people that are in love. So if I'm not hmm. falling in love, I'm going to be the villain. Wow, and I think she's fair. like actively seeking that out. Yeah. I mean, considering how the conversation went down with Caitlyn later on, I would say she's doubling down on it because yeah. she's. It's no longer the like, oh my god, like I just need love, and people like Dean hurt me, like this, you know, battered dove. Now she's like, you know, all in your face, and she's definitely taking on a different persona. Right. And I think it's. It's on purpose, for sure. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, it just... Good or bad. I think she wants the camera time, and I think she wants a storyline. And it reminded me a lot of what Bibiana did last season with keeping Colton at such a time where everyone thought that he should go home because of his love triangle drama, so... I'm very confused about this. If you guys watched my Bachelor Daily coverage on this very channel, I did talk about this on the the short segment I did, and there's just no logic here. She's saying one thing to Blake, saying something else to us. I can't tell who she wants or what she wants. And um, I don't know if you guys saw, but she was on Twitter, and uh, I know we'll get into some of this during news, but I'll just go over it quickly. She was saying, Wills was saying, well, why would you talk to me and tell me directly that you're interested in me? I guess the show didn't air that. But right. Wills is claiming that the two of them had a conversation where Christina implied she'd give him his rose. Interesting. Christina fired back and said that never happened. So ah. He's also been gunning for her for a long time, yeah. and she never really gave him play. Because since uh, Colton sees Becca's season rap, I remember Colton and Wills doing press and him saying vehemently that he's interested in Christina. In- interest in her swans her so much, and she didn't really give him... The time of day. Mm, so. Interesting. Well, well, everyone in the chat roll has a storyline or has their own theory about Christina. You guys want to hear some? Yeah, sure. Because you guys, the chat roll is amazing. <laughs> um, so, Shanice said, Christina's storyline this whole season has been vengeance. It's annoying. Rachel said, her insecurity really came through and she needs to retire from the franchise. <laughs> Damn, Rachel. Uh, B53 said, Christina likes Blake and that's why. And by the way, all the time, every single time I see Christina in here, I think that people are like personally attacking me. <laughs> nah said Christina loves drama and is still looking for a hookup, or the producers begged her. So I think this, but this whole vengeance storyline is really not doing her any favors. Yeah, like no, it's just not. I just think she's not finding love. Yeah, in this franchise, you really do got to look out for yourself because the yeah. public opinion can sway real quick. And I think I don't. I just don't see it worth it to go down this path. Right. And it's funny you say that because every single time in the chat roll, people are like, Mike for Bachelor, Mike for Bachelor. I'm like, I'm already married. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless of what you are in Bachelor in Paradise, you can be a lover, you can be a villain, but you can be anything you want to be here on AfterBuzz TV. Right, Jeff? You absolutely can, guys. And that's because we cover everything here, guys. Of course, you're to new our Bachelor after show right now, but we also have soaps. We cover sci-fi, dramas, comedies. Um, That's the best thing about this network, guys, is we really are the ESPN of TV talk. And we're presenting 
venting just as super fans, just like you guys are. And what would really help us right now, guys, is if you were to hop on iTunes first and give us five stars. In case you're tuning in live right now and you didn't know, we do also have an audio podcast that you can listen to in the car. Guys, why not listen twice? You know, you might miss something you could have heard the first time when tuning in. So hop on iTunes and give us those five stars. We will read a review today from an amazing iTunes reviewer. Plus, another way that you guys could really help us is by subscribing to this channel. Um, what's cool about YouTube is you can turn off the notifications, so you can subscribe to this channel, turn off those notifications if they're pesky for you, and YouTube will actually make recommendations for other great content on the site. So it really helps us out, guys. It helps you out, and uh, just like you are super fans of this, of this show and of television in general. So we really appreciate it, and we'll be looking out for those reviews. Yeah. Yes, thank you guys so much. Of course, you are all of our extended panel. Okay, guys. Now, we get the first of our new contestants coming in. We get Caitlin. She was at Stagecoach, of course. <laughs> it's like everybody else coming in. And now Blake is kind of a man without a country, right? So he's an easy pick to take out. But I was getting really annoyed with how much he was hyping on Hannah, like constantly. He was so sad that she looked so good when she went out, blah, 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 blah. I was like, dude, you got to move on enough and now you have an opportunity in front of you, and he finally goes on what seemingly a nice date. I thought kind of marred it by just giving this entire vomiting, this rundown of all the drama and stuff that's happened. That to me isn't romantic. Yeah, that was an interesting choice. <laughs> it wasn't romantic, but I also don't knock him for telling her because I think we would have found him even more shady had he tried to keep it from her. I get the whole, like, moving on, fresh slate type thing, but I think part of that is, like, addressing what's happened. Um, Blake also, like, talks a lot in long-winded statements, so I think that made it more cringeworthy to watch. Because it's like, okay, like, but I don't knock him for actually being up front. Um, I think it it would help the relationship start on a good foot. Whether it'll go anywhere remains to be seen, but I don't, I think it was a good idea. I also think he painted himself in a better light. Because he left out, like, and then the day after I hooked up with her, and then it was right before the night before, and then I was texting him the bed, the other girl, you know. Yeah. Plus, I plan on releasing intimate screenshots. Yes, yes. Oh my god, I was thinking that too. Like, Um, oh, by the way, I'm going to clear this up later online. I know what you mean, Christine, about Blake. It's funny. I think. I think he's not as bad as this season is painting him to be. I think he comes across as pretty unlikable, especially in this context. I think he's the kind of person who, when he's backed into a corner, seems to get flustered and almost incriminate himself. Yes. Um, And I feel like he's sort of been incriminating himself all season, whether or not it's on purpose. Like, for example, every time he pulls a girl aside and swing dances with her, (laughs) it's not that bad for a guy to have a certain move. Like, if it was someone we liked, we were like, oh, that's so sweet. He always dances with her. But it's but it's the certain move in front of everybody over yeah, and over and over again, so for they sure. know it. Right, and that, I'm sorry, that move, if you're if he's doing it with so many different people, yeah. it just, it does not seem authentic at all. It's, like, yeah. so calculated. It's like, this mean. is how I get girls to drop their pants. I twist them here and turn, I don't know, I don't like that, but I don't think he is as bad as the show's portraying him either. I don't know, it's just uh, interesting. I just feel like he's coming across as more unlikable than maybe he is. What were you yeah. saying, Well, it's well, another thing that you mentioned was that he was really still harping on the Hannah G thing yeah. and really being sad about it. I actually thought it was kind of funny that in his side conversation with, um, I forget who it was, it might have been Chris, that he's calling 
uh, Dylan clingy and like sounding very jealous of all that oh, attention. Yeah. But like you were kissing yeah. her on the beach and straddling her while Dylan was crying his eyes out in the corner. So I don't feel bad for you. Sore loser. At all. Yeah. He's like, oh, she's being, he's being so clingy. Like, I don't know. It's like, well, you also won't let go. She chose somebody else. Right. And you're sitting there on your date with a different girl harping on her too. So who's clingy? She yeah, looks so but smiley. at the same time, if it was like a couple that you wanted to see, you'd be like, yeah, like continue fighting for her if you really want her. I guess that's fair. I don't like them as a couple, you know so I mean? I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Like, I think there's a stink on Blake that's not going away for right. viewers. Yeah, I do think if you really take a step back and reposition who he is, some of his decisions and motivations would come across as more likable. There's just whether or not it's fair, it's tough to get on Blake's team this season. It really season. is. Yeah, it really, yeah. really is. They haven't painted him as the hero, so no. like, and a lot of it he's brought upon himself, but he's got a big hole to climb out of, I think. And he's kind of death staring right at Dylan and Hannah when they're gonna go out on their date. Yeah. This is their first actual kind of date. They finally get it because they're one of the solidest, if that's a word, couples, most solid. What did you guys think of this date? Did you like it? Caitlin. Were they having Blake? fun? Dylan and Hannah. Oh, Dylan and Hannah. It's forgettable. There's something. This, I agree. Wait, no, the Aztec Warriors come in though, and I was like, was it really 101? Was it really 101? No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the dates are forgettable on Paradise. I honestly though. like. I think I forgot what happened. I, I think they're forgettable as a couple. It's he tough. said he was falling in love with her, and she yeah. definitely. She said, "I'm all in." She didn't say that she's falling she in not. love back. I'm going to be such a hypocrite right now. Go. (laughs) On the Bachelor franchises, when you see a really earnest, intimate couple falling in love, you're like, this is great, everything's working out. There's something about In Paradise when it's happening, and you're like, I want some more drama. Yeah, (laughs) agreed. Like, I'm annoyed that Dylan is so head over heels, and I know that's hypocritical, but as a viewer, I just have to be honest. There's something about Dylan being so puppy dog about this that I just... I don't know. Something have you become, Jeff? I know. It's like <laughs> I'm I, I, something is just not working for me with Dylan and Hannah. Not and at me all. Me too. Not it's because she likes Blake instead. Maybe that's what it is. Guys, let us know what you think in the chat because this was a really big deal that she picked Dylan over um, Blake, right? So do you guys think this was the right choice? Do you think they're actually a couple? I Something just doesn't... It doesn't sit right with me. I don't see it in her eyes. I don't see it in her eyes. That's probably the problem. It's, it's Maybe I don't like the fact that I'm seeing a guy be so head over heels for someone who I'm just not feeling it back. And maybe I don't want to see Dylan get hurt. Maybe that's why I'm upset with him is because I he feel like... He seems like a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy and he's so all in and I'm maybe I'm worried for him. Well, I'll tell you the chat role is yeah. not all in. AB oh. said, Hannah G wants a man, not a bitch boy. Mm, there <laughs> it is. Misha C said, Dylan is going to get hurt, then become the stereotypical ass who takes out his pay on every girl after. <laughs> Damn, you guys are oh, rough. All right. Um, people are not feeling him. I think that they don't yeah. see it either. It seems like everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. same thing. What? I think if he dated other people, sorry, yeah. it would make him look like more of a hot commodity. I don't know. Yes, I just yeah. see that. It it's just, just that he's just one. so yeah, stuck he's on in. her. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if we saw him explore other people and other people find him attractive, we'd be like, damn, Hannah G needs to stop playing around and get this guy. It's the fact that he's just chilling there while she's doing everything else that I think is not working in Like no if Jen Saviano came down and mm. asked him on a date and he went on it, right? everyone would be like, whoa, Dylan yeah. is so sexy. What is You're she right. doing yeah. wrong? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One couple that I hope everybody in the chat is here for is my man, John Paul Jones, with my favorite bachelorette on the island, Tasha. Their whole interaction is 
comedy gold and romance gold to me. <laughs> how JBJ just ate too many tacos and fell asleep and then said he couldn't find her anywhere. And she was like, I was here, you just took naps. And then they just started talk kissing the entire time. Like, make out talk, make out talk. I think they're super cute. I I don't care if it's real or not. I love them as a couple. I think they're just, like, smitten with each other right now. It's, it's really entertaining to watch considering how deep and messy everything else is. Um... Yeah, I don't. I don't mind it. I think it's cute. I think they're cute too. They're very unexpected, but I'm here for it. I'd like to see their relationship progress and see where it goes. I'm just happy somebody's giving Tasha some love. Yeah. She is a smoke show. Oh she my she's god, she's the best cat. Jeff, we said this in the pre-show that we did way, way back. Yeah. She's the best girl on the island. She's got it. It's that, like her life is all put together. Great family. She's beautiful. She just great head Classy. on her shoulders. Like, come on. Yeah. Do you guys think uh, Tasha actually likes JPJ? <laughs> Silence and <laughs> a lot. It, it, see, it seems like Maybe. this out of nowhere kind of thing. <laughs> I think she likes that I, someone's paying attention. I no, she, I think she's I think she's intrigued by him. I think she's entertained and I think she will take that rose. I just, there's like, movies can be entertaining, but that doesn't mean I like them. I just <laughs> love how in her ITM she's always waxing poetic about how like how like intelligent he really is. I'm like, there's something to JPJ. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. She does say that a lot. She's like, he's it's not, not easy to memorize Shakespeare when you're like eight margaritas in on the island. You know I what? love that. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing Actually. with Tasha's ITMs though. She'll be like, sure, it's true. He talks weird. I never picture myself with anyone like this. And yeah, he asks me. He does make me uncomfortable, and he is awkward. But guys, he's like intelligent. Like, yeah. No one expected that. Yeah. And I feel like she's saying he's intelligent as a qualifier. Like I know everyone thinks he's dumb, but right. actually he's smart. So, like she's trying to convince herself to like bit. him by convincing us that Maybe. he's intelligent. Maybe I think it's cute though that the par- the producers are doing this kind of edit with them where he's constantly like this girl's out of my league and yeah. she's like oh maybe he's funny. It's like its own little rom com in yeah, the corner. It's cute. It's cute. I like it. 100%. He's a strange guy though. He, like, I mean, he knows he's strange. Is fine. He knows it. It's fun. Like, weird. Yeah. He's really not bachelor category. Like we usually don't see. He looks like a bachelor contestant. Then he talks and he's like yeah man I was like bullied but now I'm just like memorizing Shakespeare. Experience stuff. I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, Jeff. this is so weird. Who is this guy? Does it not make you want to see who his almost ex-wife was? He didn't get to propose, yeah, but I wonder shocking. who this girl is. I want to know who she is, too. I forgot about that. Yeah, the long relationship. She expected him to propose. Yeah. yeah. It's a mystery. JPJ is a conundrum wrapped in an enigma. And then finally, at the end of yesterday's episode, of course, Hannah Beast comes through. Trying to drop some knowledge, connect with her girl Demi, and find out like what is going on with this mystery woman back home. Why did we need Hannah to come in for this? Pointless. Let me say it again. Pointless. Absolutely pointless. Because yeah. we got everything that we needed from Demi emotionally when Chris Harrison came through and actually brought the girl. So why did we need Hannah's conversation? Because the whole thing was produced and they needed things to talk about. <laughs> say it. Yeah, there it is. Because <laughs> it, it's like, at least when Becca came last season, it kind of messed with Colton's head a little bit and made him like remember his journey. I almost thought they were going to do something like that and have Mike be freaked out a little yeah. bit and be like, wow, this is, you know, I just saw Hannah. Whatever they, they do with the storyline. But she literally just came, chatted with her, and then dipped. Like, yeah, it yeah. was underused. Very underused. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have more to add. I agree. No, I mean, that was the end of the episode. And then we got into the beginning of today where we pick up right where we left off. Chris Harrison talking to Demi, finding out what's going on, her real feelings about this girl back home. And we kind of leave that for a moment as a little bit of a cliffhanger. 
we see this whole thing unfold now with Christina and Blake. I want to get your guys' take on it because we know they were dating for a while, stagecoach, nonsense, blah, 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 done. When she came onto the island first, she took him for a date and they seemed like they were kind of okay. Is this jealousy moves she's doing? Uh, you know, Kaylin is saying every time Blake talks to some other girl, Christina's jumping in. What is this? It's messy. What is what I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. AB said the reason that Hannah came is because they had money to burn since they do not provide AC on the beach. <laughs> that just made me laugh. Accurate. I also think <laughs> Hannah's going to be on Dancing with the Stars, and I'm she sure is. ABC yeah, she is. is. They uh, announce it. Yeah, ABC that's keeping, oh. she's They're keeping her in our consciousness. Fair enough. Yeah. Nice. I, the Christina stuff is just messy. There's a lot of girls not getting along this season. And I yeah. feel like... I don't. I don't want to sound sexist here, but it hasn't been the best like look for just female friendship on this show. On one hand, we've seen really intimate female friendship. Mm-hmm. Then on the other hand, we've seen a lot of catty behavior, mm-hmm. and I'm having trouble figuring out what's going on. But it just seems like the women, at least some of them, I don't want to generalize. There's been some ugly kind of passive aggressive mean girling right. this season, and it seems like that's what's going on with Christina when she's interacting and Kaylin. And Caitlyn. Like, yeah, because Caitlyn's stoking it with Caitlyn. Because Caitlyn's yeah. coming into the situation fresh, and Caitlyn's like, hey, don't you notice how Christina's always around? Like, I feel like she was kind of putting that out there. For sure. I do too. Caitlyn yeah. was. Yeah, Caitlyn, yeah. She, she was poking the bear, because that's her kind of way of getting back at Christina in a nonchalant way. I will say, though, Christina was acting like a super bitch during that conversation with Caitlyn. Yeah. Very aggressive. Yeah. I think it's, I honestly think it's like an insecurity thing. I think these girls all were after the same guy and dating him. And imagine, like, you're dating, you were interested in Blake, but he was dating Christina, and then he slept with you, and then he slept with her, and then, I don't know, I think it's just all messy. Yeah. 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 But Guys, you're right, real, it's not a good look. Real no. quick, because we want to talk for a while about Debbie, but real quick before that, let's talk about Jen comes in, obviously, and... Real quick, Katie makes this ginormous mistake by telling Chris, hey, if a new girl comes in and you want to go on dates, go ahead. That's okay. Which immediately causes doubt in his mind because I think he thought they were super solid. Jen comes in, takes him on a date, and they had a really, really good time. Has Katie completely screwed up her chances? No, because she was never really that into him anyway, so... I agree. You were saying that the whole episode. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, if you're super into someone, like, you don't play that cool and be like, yeah, go date. You know what I mean? It's like, she could have handled it completely differently, but I don't think... I think she was probably hoping another guy was coming down the beach, maybe sure. another girl. So you buy her bit about self-sabotage, but you think it was intentional, maybe. Yes. I just don't think she was into him. You say you don't buy the kind of post-mortem where she gets no. really upset and realizes, I should have never no, said that. She but probably does, because she wants to get a rose. rose. Right. Rose. But not because she sees like a marriage or proposal at the end of this right. with Chris. Right. I don't see it between them either. And even just I'm the bullshit on all of them. I don't even care. <laughs> What did you think, Jeff? What did you think of Jen and Chris's date? You uh, seemed like a solid connection. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think Chris is probably in a tough position where he really does want to get married, and a lot of the women on this beach are probably maybe wanting to get married, but maybe also excited about the idea of growing their Instagram following, <laughs> maybe excited about the idea of having a nice time on the beach, and he probably feels insecure about the fact that he's dating a beautiful mid-twenties, a girl in her mid-twenties, and if he's really looking for a wife, to hear mm-hmm. Katie say that, I'm sure set off a ton of alarm bells in his head. Definitely. For sure. And that makes sense. The dynamic between Chris and Jen was much more like 
an older couple who's maybe exploring a more long-term relationship. So I, I will say I thought it's Jen, right? Yeah, yes. I thought Jen and Chris's date was great, and I except like, for the vomit. Except for the vomit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess the date was whatever, but their dynamic felt like something that was like, huh? They seem like a couple who's ready to like come home and like watch Netflix at eight p.m. and get up for their jobs and do income taxes. Like there's just they had an energy about the two of them so, that seemed more like a little window into Jeff's marriage. There, I know exactly. <laughs> Um, you're not wrong. But, you know, there was something about their dynamic that did feel a little bit more like Chris would be ready to settle down with Jen than maybe he would with Katie. Well, I'll tell you, the chat role really is very confused. I think kind of just like us. Sure. Um, Sarah says, I think Katie and Chris may get engaged. Girl, okay. what? AT says she liked Chris enough to turn down Wills, though. Um, AB said, Chris left a lot of women in his wake along the way. I think that people really don't know. There's... Someone said, Nas said, Katie is with Chris by default. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't he said, Katie's definitely into Chris, but she just didn't want to get hurt. So I think people... Wow, it's like, really, yeah. Yeah. Divided, really divided. Very divided. I will say they are two of the hardest people to read on the island. Yeah. Like, they yeah. just don't we give seen a much. lot. We haven't yeah. seen much of them either. The producers haven't given us much of their relationship. Katie did say a couple of things that were concerning, though. One of them was like, I don't just want to win by default. Was the one. Yeah. We all raised our eyebrows at that. We always get concerned about winning comments right, around right, this right. show, right? The other one was she said, I just hope the odds are my in my favor. <laughs> and lest we not forget, that Vol- is a quote from the Hunger Games. Volunteer for tribute. <laughs> just volunteer for tribute. Exactly. She she volunteered him as tribute. <laughs> he got a date and now she's quoting the Hunger Games. So I just don't think you want that to be the model that you're quoting as you're entering a relationship. Right, right, right. I don't know. I I just think if gun to Katie's head, I'm not sure she wants to marry Chris, and I'm sure she had that thought, wanted to give him space, and now she's questioning it. She just wasn't playing the game. I think this is where she forgot that, like, you're not giving out roses this week. Yes. Yeah. You could feel that way, but the timing was not best to say not that. Guaranteed. Like, at no. all. Yeah. It's one thing if Jen came and um, Chris, like, recognized there was something, and then he, he did go to her initially and was like, hey, I'm gonna go on this date. Even if she still felt a sliver of doubt, like, it just wasn't the right time. Mm-hmm. She, I don't know. I just want to say something really quickly uh, for the chat roll. There are so many of you in here right now, so many people live watching. We appreciate it so much. Please don't share any spoilers or anything that you have read or you think will happen. It's just not, not fair to other viewers or to us who are trying to have, who don't read the spoilers and just want to give you, like, honest commentary to Yeah, no so. spoilers. But, spoiler alert, we're going to get into what everybody really wants to talk about now, and that's Demi. this was the main meat of the episode right and let me just give a quick rundown I know we all know it Demi was dating a girl back home she comes on the show she you know falls for Derek they seem to have this amazing connection but she constantly has doubts in her mind and she's getting having a worse and worse time on the island of course she goes and talks to Chris Harrison about it blah 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 in this episode Chris Harrison just really racked his brain, just really thought what he could do to help out the situation, and decides to bring Christian, her girlfriend, onto the show, and Demi decides to go with her over Derek. Okay. I wasn't here last week. Christine, you weren't here last week, so I think everybody would like to hear our opinions. I'd like to hear yours. We, on the most recent season of The Bachelorette, we gave Jed a lot of flack. It's deserved. However... Is this not the exact same thing? She even admits that she really downplayed how strong their relationship was. She has a girlfriend back home. 
And she came on the show not overly admitting it right off the bat and dating other people, and Derek really fell. So do we not see her so negatively as well? And why or why not? Um, okay, I'll, I can only speak for myself on this one, but it's hard. I really do like Demi, but I do think we need to give her some slack for it. I The, the reason why it start, initially felt a little bit different to me was because... With The Bachelorette, it was Jed, like, it was all about Hannah, okay. whereas with Paradise, it's, like, about exploring your options, so the fact that she did have other options, it's like, okay, I can kind of understand that, but at the same time, the fact that she downplayed how serious they were, it's just not a good look for her, because I think if she was upfront about it right away, we wouldn't even be making this comparison, or maybe we would. I've been seeing a lot of um, chatter from Bachelor Nation and people who've been watching the show who are very torn on how they feel about Demi, because as we covered in Bachelor News Daily and on our show, Tanner has called out Demi for it. A lot of people have been outspoken about it, so it's hard. I think the whole storyline in, in general is very produced by ABC, so it does just all have this kind of disingenuous feeling to it. It makes me like it gives Demi a not a little knock for me, but I yeah. don't know. What do you think? Well, quick shout out in the chat for Sam with the four dollars and ninety nine cent super chat. Thank you so much. Thanks. Saying why uh, don't we want Demi to be with her girlfriend? I don't. I like it. I think it's awesome. And a lot of you in the chat who are responding seems to be saying there is a double standard. A lot of people I saw just now saying it is exactly the same thing. It's interesting. I don't know. I think it's more for folks out there who think it's different. I do think it's because of the nature of the show. Yeah. The Bachelor in Paradise is kind of willy-nilly and kind of whatever and not as big a deal as, okay, you've gone in to just go for this one person and try to make this commitment because everybody is dating multiple people. It feels a little bit different. But at the same time, I understand why everybody thinks or the, I understand the people who feel that it's the same thing. She had a solid relationship back home and she's coming on to everybody else with the front that she is single and, and you know ready to mingle. I will say, I think it's hard to compare this storyline with Jed's storyline because mm-hmm. I think they're totally different shows. And um, I do agree that this is Bachelor in Paradise. They're there to explore different relationships. But a couple seasons ago when Alexis was on and Ashford was on and everyone was like, oh, they had boyfriends back in Texas and everyone was hating on That's them. True. We were hating. We're like, why are you even here? And that is 100% a double standard. Sure, absolutely. Um, I will say that from... What I hear is that Demi did not want to come on the show, did not want to come on Paradise, okay. and that producers wanted her so badly, mm-hmm. and they ended up making this whole storyline for her. Okay. Wow. Well, ABC is enforcing the double standard, though, because they're supporting Yes, they it. are. It's one of those complicated things that this show sometimes does, where you want to acknowledge what's being done right. So, with Kaylin coming out about Campus Assault... Beautifully told, really well presented. That doesn't mean I have to love Kaylin. You know, mm-hmm. I can love what she did there. Right. We can applaud ABC and Demi for bravely telling their truth, for pushing a progressive storyline, but also still kind of raise our eyebrows about this. Sure. And the one thing that's different is that Demi <clears throat> told. Demi told Derek quickly how what was going on. And I think it's interesting to look back at Colton's season and that night where Jed came out and said, Hey, I came out here for fame, but I'm 100% here for you. How would we have handled it if Jed said, Han, I made a huge mistake. I came here coming for fame and I was seeing someone, but I've fallen in love with you. Well, would we have given Jed more slack? If he told her that he was seeing someone? Yeah, yeah probably. That's the difference. Demi told. But I also think 
that had he come out and told, he might have gotten slack, he might have gotten respect for saying it, but I think Hannah kicks him off. Yeah, yeah I don't think it so would have So he would not have made it mm. anyway. Yeah. That's um, a good point. And also, but Derek could have said, screw you, Demi, we're not dating anymore. Sure, but you it's know? also, you know, I guess it's relative time. I guess she told him in kind of week two, essentially. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I guess that's kind of soon, but in the timeline of... You know, it's a third of way through the game. Right. I mean, she told him then, but she also told us, the audience, from, like, night one with that conversation with Hannah. It's just, like... And she downplayed it. She downplayed it to him. That's what bothers me, like, the verbiage that was used. Because she told Hannah in their conversation, like, they're not together. Like, it was open. And then she was saying, yeah, to to Derek, like, that it was kind of serious. And then kind of doubling down on that later. It was just, like... And then when this girl shows up, it is not casual whatsoever. I mean, it's like they're almost engaged, right? It's it's almost engaged. Guys, let us know in the chat. We all had this observation here. Christian is extremely reality television show ready. Yeah, <laughs> seems very comfortable in ITMs. Very posable for camera. Um, albeit Christina brightly mentions a little bit deadpan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I'm happy for Demi and Christian, but Christian's monotone voice was honestly not so entertaining for yeah, me yeah. to watch. I just, for me, I'm like happy for them. You know what, Demi, you want to like be with Christian? That's great. But why doesn't Christian come swoop you off, off the beach and bring you back home? Well, that, that you lead right into the next point because. Essentially, Christian comes there, and then Demi says, I want to just experience the love with you, and do you want to stay on this beach with me? Yes. So what's the point of the game now? They're just going to live on the island? They're not going to give each other roses or other people roses? Is this just a silly move? Is this... You know, is this the show just wanting to show yeah. a lesbian relationship yes. and just kind of come? Yeah. ABC wants his cake and wants to eat it too. Exactly. They want it so bad that they're not even showing other cast members showing any sort of concern for why she's even there. It's no. like all of a sudden everyone else on the beach is okay with it. Like, Blake was confused as to who it was, at least. Right. But, but like, yeah. But like when Hannah was flip flopping between Dylan and Blake, you had everybody kind of weighing in on what what Hannah should do or how they felt it was wrong or they felt bad for Dylan. But nobody feels bad for Derek at all. Like no. No one is right. thinking this is weird. Like they completely cut out any sort of commentary, kind of leading me to believe like this is just what they're pushing. Like because be happy about this and that's it. Right. What are we gonna see? You know, Demi essentially said, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Well, love discovered. I mean, done, right? The, the, done It'll with the be show. interesting. It will be interesting if they crumble. I, I don't want that because I like Demi, but maybe No, Jeff is. wants the drama. He made it readily apparent <laughs> earlier this episode. That's what I'm saying. Let's give the producers some credit. Maybe there is some Tension. That's tension. Yeah. Who knows? I do remember seeing a teaser where someone was flipping out on Derek, and I feel All like right. it has to be Christian. Maybe. All right. I don't know. Real quick before we get into our special segments, the meeting between Derek and Christian, where oh he was like, "Ah, oh, this is kind of bittersweet," and then she said, "Yeah, same here." No, not same here. You won. <laughs> not same at all. What, was this necessary? Did this have to happen? I mean, is this serving Demi? Not serving this Derek, is, who's really getting the short end of the stick here. Again, I think this is the prog- the producers trying to lean into something new and progressive. Mm-hmm. But again, picture if Demi had been seeing a guy and Derek was having to warmly embrace yeah. an old boyfriend. Welcome to the island, John. Yeah. It's 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 interesting. I I want to applaud ABC for not sure. over exploiting this LGBTQ storyline, but I think it has to be said that there's an element of protection around the decisions that are being made, just by the nature of the fact that it's an LGBTQ storyline. That's how I feel about it, and that's okay. You know what? These are the steps that get taken for these kinds of things to be put on TV. 
But that's how I feel sure. about it. It's absolutely okay, and that's why we talk about it. And then absolutely right. Thank you for everybody in the chat. It's JPJ flipping out on Derek when he has his famous line from the trailer, oh. don't insult my intelligence, You're Derek. Right. Yes. When they said I was reading the chat. Very pronounced. Thank you, guys. I was creating drama. You were creating <laughs> drama. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's going to get out there in the Twitterverse now. She's going to DM you and be like, what you But you know what? So many people in the chat world are saying, is this a ploy for Derek to be the next Bachelor? It's wow. trending hard on Twitter. Wow. Right now. Yeah. All right. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Would you be no. there for it? You, no. You don't like it. You don't no. Like, no. no one likes it. Oh my, God. <laughs> listen, oh, my God. Listen, if ABC is going to be opportunistic, why not get the first black bachelor now? Yeah, Mike, Stop I mean, playing games. Stop playing games. Mike is, Mike is matching up with... Um, um, Sorry, her name is Sydney, right? Sydney. Uh, I don't know. No, no. Nah, 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 nah. We haven't even seen Mike on this episode at all. Was Mike even on the episode ba- today? Barely, barely. He, he was, was like, some here. background shots. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was yesterday's episode. That's right. That's right. Just some background shots. He did some cartwheels. That's right. I was okay. I mean, guys, essentially that was it. And then the two ladies go out on a nice date where they kind of cry and talk about how difficult it was to be apart from each other. And obviously, it seems like they're being in a really great relationship. So. Interesting. You know, we thought the episodes were a little bit boring, but, I mean, packed with enough stuff for us to talk about and a little bit more. Christine, you got some news for us? I do. I got some Bachelor news and gossip. TV News. Definitely wanted to double down on some things that Jeff spoke about in our Bachelor News Daily. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's awesome. Jeff's doing it every day for us. Um, Chad Johnson has been on a ridiculous tirade as of late, just attacking anyone he can in Bachelor Nation, including Tia Booth, Nick Vial, Kaylin. Um, but in keeping in line with this week's episode, he decided to drop a line about Caitlin Clemens, who joined the cast this week. If you guys don't know, they used to date. Um, he tweeted out, Caitlin Clemens has arrived. Curious how this will work since I talked to her every day for over two months, but according to her, that's not long enough to mean anything. So I'm curious how we can expect her to find a relationship on a show filmed in less than half of that amount of time. Burn. Um, We have another tweet up as well. Um, Just continuing his tirade. But again, calling her out. He said that she did a podcast days after spending um, consecutive nights with him, and she insinuated that he was crazy. I'm inclined to agree. Um, (laughs) That we never talked and that we never met, and she has never intended to meet or date me. This plan backfired when I did the same podcast the next day. So yeah, Chad Johnson is still on his tirade. I'm curious to know how you guys feel about it in the chat. Like He's kind of becoming just more sour than I think he ever has in the perception of Bachelor Nation. And in other news, um, you guys may have noticed that Peter Weber, or Weber, I'm not sure if I'm saying that okay, he followed two really prominent Bachelor producers. It's something that Jeff covered in detail, so definitely check that out. But I wanted to bring it up because are, is this like the smoke signal that Peter is going to be the next Bachelor? Should we even bother considering mm, anyone else at this yeah, point? Pilot Pete. What it's an interesting think? development. It's like, if you want to see the uh, full coverage on it again, check out the Daily News segment. But let us know if you think Peter's, uh, you know, following these two producers is a, is a smoke signal, as you said. Flying, so. flying to love at 30,000 feet. Real quick before we go, guys, you know, every single episode we take a few of your tweets. We like to put them up on the screen. So, Ryan, if we can get those tweets going up. And whoever sent it in. (laughs) Here we go. So this is me. This is a bit visual for those listening on the podcast, but it's from Henry Chang. It says, Blake at Stagecoach next year. And it's a gift <laughs> of someone walking through a huge crowd Amazing. and everyone in the crowd just parting the red sea. Like opposite <laughs> magnets. Yes. Opposite poles of magnets. Next up, 
Whose is this? Who picked this? Uh, um, actually, Christine found this earlier, but I'm going to read it off. It said, everyone's focused on Demi's girlfriend coming in, but I can't stop thinking about Hannah carrying around Dylan carrying Dylan around the pool in Bachelor in Paradise. And it's just this hilarious photo of Hannah, like, of Dylan straddling Hannah and him her carrying him like a little baby. You can see that his feet are floating. Like yeah. she's definitely carrying. She's him. carrying him. Adorable. It's funny. If you want to accuse him of being clingy, this would be the photo. To yeah, do. exactly. And then we got one last one. We got. I got this one. Um, it's uh, the office meme. It's Chris Harrison. I'm gonna change the rules. Bachelor Nation. You mean more than you already have. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and it's a meme of Steve Carell. But I love it. honestly, like anything goes this season. Oh now. yeah, dude. Chris Harrison is just shooting from the hip, man. He doesn't care. Real quick before we go, you had an amazing. We had amazing review from all of you friends and fans out there. Thank you so much. Jeff? Oh, oh my god, so my phone Christine's died. Oh no. No, but Here's was... what we'll say. Guys, I promise we'll read the review next week. I did want to shout out someone who DM'd me though. Please this do. is a really good point. Please I do. was shading Clay a bit last week for his sort of passive tendencies and his Kermit the Frog-esque voice, but mm-hmm. I really do like Clay. But the really good point that this person brought up, I'm going to say your name next week on air. I believe it's Cassie, but that might not be right. Um, she mentioned that uh, sometimes as a person of color on this franchise any kind of aggression or expression of frustration can be taken the wrong way so Clay carries the burden of having to worry about that and the way he conducts himself which that was a really really good point a really valuable point to bring up and I'm glad you did so I mean, thanks he, for calling that he out. might be I one agree. of the most gentlemanly people yes. on that island and he always presents himself fantastically and that's why he went out in the end guys this was it for week three Awesome wrap-up. Lots of fun hanging out with you guys in the chat. Until next week, Christine, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Christine Bean with three E's and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. You guys can find me, Christina, at Nazias on Instagram and Twitter. And then subscribe to my YouTube, Beauty in the Buff with my husband. This Friday, our video from Ashley and Jared's wedding goes live. So maybe oh, I'll drop awesome. a link in the comments. Yeah, Definitely do that. Guys, you can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. And again, check out my daily coverage of hot tea in the Bachelor franchise. Killing it. Hey, single. You can find him you in might the be booth. My name is Mike Dealing. You can find me everywhere at Mike Dealing. Until next time, go get a drink. Have some pina colada. Mm, I like that. <laughs> founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only, do not necessarily reflect the views of After Buzz TV or its owners or principals. 